on both of the Room Experience records, you have songs that you performed as well. How do you go about choosing which which songs uh, you're going to put on there for your voice? Well, uh, first, uh, it's, uh, it's a matter of, of range, <laughs> vocal <laughs> range, you know. Uh, not all the songs that are on the record can be fully sung by me. Uh, if you listen to the demo, uh, I can send you the demo of those songs. You will hear some cat howling in some part of the song because I can reach those notes so uh, it, it, it's okay it's a great for the line but it couldn't be on the record so that was one of the reasons second because I was uh, particularly tied to the songs I have sung uh, for a personal reason of course and uh, third because uh, probably my voice in that songs is uh, um, it's, it sounds full anyway I mean, it doesn't lack any feelings or um, things that has to deliver. It does what it has to do. And, and you know, the the distance and only good night are the two songs that you and David share on on the albums. And I love I love having the two versions because your voices, like you said, they're so they're so very different, and it brings it really brings a a different feeling uh, from each of those songs hearing the two of you do them. Um, you know, David, like you said, David's voice is so powerful uh, and phenomenal, phenomenal vocalist. But hearing him sing those songs and then hearing you sing them, it, 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 it brings a very different uh, a meaning to both of those. And, uh, and I, I love having those two versions, so keep doing that. Uh. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I, I'll, I'll, I'm signing the minute and the day and the moment because it's. Uh... <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you because on rehab you have, uh, I mean, the great Paul Lane, on background vocals on Heart of Stone. Uh, then, in my opinion, one of the finest songwriters of of the modern uh, melodic rock movement, uh, Eric Martinson on uh background vocals for Cowboys Once Cowboys Forever. How did how did they how did those guys come about being on that record? Um I mean how did you get those guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually Pauline uh was a first one of the first singers I, I contacted for Room Experience because I love uh Paul voice mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's it's uh, one of the voices that can sing everything. You know, you can sing a, a ballad and be emotional, and can sing, and you can sing a rock song and be very powerful or very, you know, make you want to shake. So uh, it's it's really a, a full range voice. And uh, at the same time, I contacted David Friedman, and uh, Paul back then replied that he, he loved the songs. It was Run To You and uh, One Way Out, the one that uh, we sent him to listen to, to have an idea of the record and everything. And uh, he loved the song, but at the moment he was working on uh, the Dark Horse project, you mm-hmm. know, the country record, and he uh, couldn't um, get involved in, the, in any other uh, record at the moment. So uh, they keep in touch because he loved the song and he loved the songwriting and everything. So we, we stay in touch. And uh, we met for the first time here in Italy in 2015, or no, 2016, uh, uh, at the Frontier Festival. And uh, we kind of became friends, and we are still in touch uh, quite often. And uh, he 
show appreciation for my music. And so when I had to uh, record uh, Heart of Stone, I thought that since he had also that kind of love for country music and in a way uh, uh, Heart of Stone is half pop, half country, there's a little bit of everything in it. I thought that Paul's voice could be perfect to, to sing uh, 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 in it. And so I sent him the song, and uh, with my great surprise, he was really, really in love with the songs and wrote me back uh, wonderful words about the song that it sounded a bit like Finn Lizzy uh, mm. together with Neil Diamond and together with Bon Jovi and something like that. And I was so excited when he wrote me back that, and he was <laughs> really looking forward to, to work on that song. And uh, that's it. In a, in a couple of weeks, uh, he sent me back the backing vocals. And we got in touch. He wanted to know from me what uh, uh, he wanted me to do. But having Paul, uh, Paul Lane singing, you can't tell him you have, just have to do like this. You know, <laughs> the, the melody is this. I, I'm sure that whatever you do with your backing vocals is perfect. It's much better probably than, than the lead vocals. So go on, find what you, what you think is better for the song. And uh, he recorded thousands of vocals, of backing vocals. I said, choose, choose what is better for you. <laughs> and uh, so we had to choose a little amongst the, 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 the lines he said, he, he gave us. And uh, that, that's it. I didn't know, I didn't get a contact for uh, Eric, but I wrote the song uh, many years ago. Uh, and uh, one of my friends, uh, I don't know if you know him, but he's the guitar player of Lane's Lie, Bruno Kraler. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's an Italian musician also. And he was working at the moment, uh, back, back then he was working at the, to a new record from Lane's Lie with Frank Vestri on vocals. No? And uh, he said, uh, I like this song, can you give it to me for my next record? And I said, of course, take it, I put it in your record. And, uh, but I wanted to make it acoustic. Yeah, yeah, do it. It's your record. Do it uh, as you want. Uh, I'm very, I'm very relaxed when my song goes on somebody else's record because uh, it's not, it doesn't have to sound as I want. Yes, it has to sound as he wants. You know. So I give him the song and I say, do it as you please. Uh, and it was um, when I wrote the song, it was elected like it is in uh, my uh, solo record. While Bruno wanted to make it more. Uh, Acoustic, totally acoustic. So he called Bruce Gage for guitars. He called uh, Eric Martinson for the backing vocals. And he produced it. And it was a, a great result, no? But it was him talking to Eric Martinson to, to sing backing vocals. When I had to release Rehab, I made my own version of uh, uh, Cowboys Once because I, I still prefer the electric version. Uh, and uh, But the... Japanese release needed an acoustic version of a song for the for the Japanese release. So I, I asked Bruno if uh, he still had planned to release Lane Slide, but at the moment he, he, he stopped everything. So I can can I get can I get the song back? I'll pay, of course, because you spend money because uh, of uh, hiring Eric Martinson for the backing vocals and everything. And uh, so I get my song back and I put it as a um, acoustic uh, bonus track in the Japanese release. That's how Eric Martinson ended, ended on that song. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, it, it is, uh, Forget You Not is my favorite song from Rehab, but Cowboys Once, Cowboys Forever, and and the actual, the title track, Rehab, 
are two of my favorite lyrics uh, from you of all your records. I just, I, I love them. Um, they're amazing. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Cowboys Once was, was written actually because uh, when I tell you that the songs sometimes came from uh, uh, many different reasons, and uh, I was back then when I wrote uh, uh, Cowboys One, I think it was 2007, and I was uh, kind of losing one of my friends because I started uh, getting out with a, a girl, okay? But this girl used to love uh, discotheques and uh, very trendy uh, pubs and everything. So it was uh, kind of uh, getting away for, uh, for, uh, for the, for our, heap of friends to to follow this girl no which is normal i think it's mm -hmm. uh, it's a part no, part no, normal part of life yeah. and uh one one evening we were having a conversation i said yeah you used to be a cowboy but you're not a cowboy anymore but i was talking about the the feeling of being free from everything and go everywhere where you want to because the cowboy for me is that you know you have uh, the the fields the huge fields in front of you you can go everywhere you want riding your horse and everything that's the idea of a cowboy for me and uh, uh what he what he answered to me was a kind of change of a sentence that Mike Trump uh, used to say very often, uh, Trump once, Trump forever. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said, yeah, Cowboys one, Cowboys forever. <laughs> and I, when he said that to me, I painted in my, in, my, in my mind the whole story of uh, all friends meeting uh, after a long time and discussing about the old times and how the life changed them, but still they're true in their heart and they, they still they, they stay friends and they still... Uh, loyal to what they, they grew up to. And uh, that's the meaning of the song, basically. So I wrote it, I wrote it down, uh, and, but it comes from a, from a different story, as I, as I told you. The story behind it is totally different from the story it tells, because I didn't have a conversation like that with my friend. I just painted it in my mind. It, it's, it's, it's just, it's, I mean, it's, the melody is fantastic, but just the lyrics, you know, the, the nostalgic, uh, feeling of the lyrics of two friends and you know their their lost innocence as as children when they've grown into adults and looking back on that and it that's the that's the type of song that um for me is is very easy to connect to and i love it and, and then rehab that's just a fun song <laughs> yeah just <as> fun. <laughs> it, it yeah, is, it's a... so fun and it has it has one of my favorite lyrics from you in it uh with um you know, shouting a song no one else remembers. And <laughs> yeah, that's basically the story of my life. When, you, when, you're, when you're happy, no? You start singing and he doesn't care about who else <laughs> knows that song. You just sing it because you love it. It's, uh, yeah, it's a uh, rehab from uh, everyday's life, from routine and everything, you know. Uh, there are a lot of reasons why one must want to rehab. It's not necessarily because you're drunk or, uh, or on drugs or whatever. You just might want to rehab and get back to your inner happiness, exactly. you know, the one that everybody has inside, but sometimes uh, you're overwhelmed by things in life and you forget about how happy you can be. <laughs> and that's the moment you have to rehab and mm -hmm. uh, sing your songs <laughs> out loud. It is. It's such, it's such a fun song, like I said. And, and then, it, it, you know, it has substance to it with the lyrics and it has some meaning. And, and that's oh, the wonderful thing in a song to me is that you can – you can have that that fun melody to it, and then still have some meaning as well. It doesn't have to be a 
uh, pour some sugar on me. <laughs> which which I love. Don't get me wrong. I love that song. But yeah, me too. It, it, but it, I don't even know if anybody can tell you what that song's sugar. about. Um, so, I, you know, I, there's so many of your songs that I like. The Distance, of course. Um, and my favorite is still Only Good Night. Um, and I love both versions because, you know, David's full version of David is just fantastic. But then I like the hearing you and then when it, when it picks up and hearing David come in and, um, do you mind sharing where that song came from? No, no, not a problem. This is one actually, which is really, uh, uh, tied to reality, because back then uh, my uh, I had a girl from from New York City, and uh, she uh, was a doctor without borders, and she was wounded in uh, Iraq, and so she had to spend uh, a month in a bed in Iraq uh, before getting uh, back home, and then there been problem, and this is a part of the story that I don't like to tell uh, about. But at the moment, we were uh, the only way we can we could communicate was uh, through. Uh, back then, it was not even phone. It was uh, I, I think it was a messenger of live cam on messenger because it was uh, a really <laughs> there was no smartphone back then, and. Uh, and yeah, uh, it was just a, a, a song I wrote to, to make her feel closer, you know, uh, because under the stars, uh, if you look beyond the star, you can feel connected to everyone, even if they're far or whatever, and uh, waiting for something. Uh, at, the, at, at those moments, it, it, when, I, when I said goodbye, it could be good night, uh, until the moment we meet again. So until now, it's only good night. Uh, it's not goodbye, it's only good night, and then uh, we'll meet again someday and uh, <laughs> we will have our time uh, together again. It, it was kind of uh, looking at the future, but from a situation which, uh, which uh, uh, keeps you separated. Well, it is, it is just a fantastic song. And I love a good outro in a song um, the way that Only Good Night has. And yeah. it just, it, to me, it, it makes a ballad that much more powerful to have that, that kind of big guitar outro and all. And uh, it's just wonderful. I know as an artist, as the writer, it's probably, if not impossible, very difficult for you to pick. But do you have a favorite amongst the songs that you've, you've released? An outro solo, you mean? Yes. Or, or just a oh, song? Oh, no, 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 uh, uh, just, uh, just a song, period, one of your songs. For... Uh, okay, yeah, I have uh, a few that I keep listening to, <laughs> uh, yes, more frequently than others, and one is The Only Truth, which is a ballad, mm -hmm. of course, uh, on the first room experience. Uh, then uh, I, I I really like uh, uh, Maybe Forever on uh, my solo record, which is kind of a pop song, but I, yeah. I think it's funny and positive, and I, and I really like that one, too. Shadows and Lights. I also like uh, a lot uh, on the first record, uh, um, Tomorrow's Came, mm -hmm. Run to You. Uh, yeah, mostly my favorite are mostly all ballads because uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm also a sucker for ballads. Yeah. And also I think, I, I think the ballads are, are, 
I don't know why so many rockers hate ballads because they don't want many ballads in a rock record. I know it's a rock record. It has to make you want to shake your ass and everything, but it's uh, uh, it's still delivering emotion in a way, no? And ballads are have a very important peculiarities uh, uh, that allows you to build a song in very different ways. While a rock song always has the same structure and the same kind of arrangements and everything, with ballads you can do more, basically whatever you want because it's not so tight to the style. Uh, you, can, you can make it with violins, with piano, you can uh, make it with very changing parts of the songs. Or there are a lot of different ways to build a ballad. And as a, a songwriter, that makes me <laughs> more uh, you know, productive because it makes me want to try different things uh, and everything. So I love to write ballads and I, and I have a lot. <laughs> I have much more ballads than uh, Rocky songs. I, I, I still love a good rock song. I make uh, rock songs also, but it's uh, less funny to, to write a rock song. And, you know, I, I lean towards the ballads myself. Everything I write is is very heavily uh, towards the emotional side of things. So it does not, uh, it doesn't match well with the, uh, with the rock and roll musical stylings. Um, as far as, you know, I understand you've got the, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll of like Motley Crue. It's hard to throw in a, a heartfelt ballad with that kind of music. But yeah. it's you get somebody like Bon Jovi or Def Leppard, anybody like that, and I mean they can write, they can write a fun, good party song, but it, it is always, always the ballad that I lean towards and I connect to on yeah. on any record. Um, that's just the way it is. I, I enjoy I enjoy the fun rockers, but if if I want to connect with the song, it's it's going to be that ballad. And yeah. And you're a, you you are an incredible uh, writer when it comes to the ballads. So I, I really appreciate that about you. Thank you. But I, I think that in a ballad, uh, most a uh, very big part is made by the lyrics. So if you write uh, uh, lyrics that people can re yourself first, but if people can relate to those lyrics, uh, it's easier with a ballad than with a rock song. The rock song is made to be uh, to give you fun, to make you feel happy, to make you dance. But it has more sense in a, a live uh, uh, show, maybe because it makes you want to move mm -hmm. instead of a, of a of a listening room where you just sit down, maybe and listen, and uh, and then you pay attention to everything in the music, which is arrangement, which is uh, uh, the the melody, and with also is the lyrics. If the lyrics hits you, <laughs> half of the song is hitting you. Even oh. if myself, I, I tend to consider lyrics less important in, in uh, building a song because for me, the music is the main part. But uh, lyrics, uh, whatever I think, hits you in a way. So in balance, it's easier. Yeah, and it, I, it, I absolutely agree because I don't care how strong your lyrics are if you don't have a good melody support those to support those lyrics, it, it nobody's going to listen. Yeah, they I mean, very poetic, few people are going to listen. <laughs> so you have to structure a, a great melody to around those lyrics to to make it work for me and for most everybody else on this planet. I think, but I think there's something about the melody because you can hear something like. Um, 
I don't know if you've heard uh, Wasp's uh, song "Miss You." The 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 one from the the one of the Golgotha, I think. Is. It was Golgotha. It was originally he uh, Blackie wrote it for um, the Crimson Idol record, but it didn't make the record, and he released it on Golgotha. And yeah. uh, the lyrics are amazing. I mean, it's it's a heartbreaking story. But then there's this guitar outro at the end, and it to me it kind of picks up where the lyrics left off, where they couldn't continue, and it is just it's like an emotional roller coaster of a guitar solo at the end of that song, and it's it's kind of the perfect combination I think for myself of incredible lyrics with uh, an amazing melody and music to go with it that make it. I mean, that's, that is music to me. That That's what I love. Uh, all right, well, I just got one last question for you. And um, that is, uh, how many pictures do you do you need of me for your next album cover? It's okay, one for the, for the cover. <laughs> Choose your best one so you can have it in the on the front cover. And maybe one of your rest for the back cover. Oh, kind of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. The Bruce Springsteen uh, yeah, cover, album cover there. Uh, the record ends so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no no uh what is next for you do we have a uh another solo album on the horizon uh, another room experience any other uh you know writing credits for other artists you can share anything like that yeah and there are something i'm doing which uh i don't know if i yeah um uh, something i can be credited already because uh, uh Pier Paolo Monti uh, Zorro is, is producing Shining Line uh, number two mm-hmm. and he uh, asked me to write a couple songs for that record so there will be uh, a couple songs on the record and of course there are things on the horizon just I don't know how far the horizon is uh, basically for because of uh, just released uh, the second room experience just it was two years ago but I mean it Having the, it's been uh, two very complicated years for all the world, and uh, putting together people to work on a record is difficult. Uh, normally, it's more difficult nowadays. So I have to wait for <laughs> better times. Let's say so. Uh, I keep writing songs, so the moment I decide to make a record, it won't be long uh, to to have it uh, uh, released because it's just a matter of going in the studio, and recording, and uh, and then mixing. The songs are already done. I have. A lot of songs, as I told you, I keep writing. So whenever you need a song, you just ask. <laughs> I have tons in in my drawers. Um, so just it's just a matter of deciding how far the horizon is. But uh, of course, there is an horizon. And uh, I don't know uh, which will be first, if a uh, uh, second solo record or the new room experience or something even different. I don't know. Uh, it's it's only time will tell they say you know so let's see what time will tell about me well i do have another question actually you've got david you've gotten on vocals here is there any other singer you would uh like to do a record for well, uh, of course pauline which i've already spoken and is one of my favorite uh, uh living singers mm-hmm because uh, is I think is the only singer of the new generation who really has the uh, yeah everything he can sing everything it's just like the Bon Jovi of the good old days mm-hmm. uh, he, he can sing everything and make everything 
believable. You, you can feel everything he sings. Uh, so that's uh, really a, a super singer. It's out of the targets. It's uh, <laughs> on a different level. There are many good singers, but I, I think it's very uh, unique and very personal. And since the first thing I like in a musician is a personality, uh, I think it will be my first uh, choice beside David and Paul, uh, which has the same uh, uh, skills. Uh, actually, if you think about a, a, a record like Room Experience, you would expect a, a totally different voice, you know? Not the voice of David Ridman because it's powerful, it's tendentially low and uh, not very... Uh, uh, it's grave. It's a grave. Sorry, it's a very uh, low as a as a timber. While a singer in melodic rock or AOR usually have voice like yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> very yeah. very high. Uh, you would expect something someone different. And one of the reasons why I, I so strongly wanted David in Room Experience was because his voice is so personal. It's so different from what uh, the the genre usually. Uh, has us uh, thinking is the right voice for the, the style. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, my friend. It has been a fun chat, and I've enjoyed it immensely. I me too, and it was about time because it was <laughs> so long delayed. Yes, yes, <laughs> for many <it> reasons. <laughs> so now is the first, and whenever there's a need or the pleasure for another one, we can have it with no problem. Uh, no problem at all. I'm sure we could talk uh, for many episodes about music. My pleasure. All right, man. I enjoyed it. You have a good one. Okay. Speak soon. Bye-bye. Bye. And hi to everyone who will listen to this. Thank you for listening.